It's time to take a journey to find your courage, break through your limits, and master your destiny. It's time for Ken D. Foster's Voices of Courage. Ken brings you some of the most courageous people on the planet that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. It's time to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. It's time for Voices of Courage. And here's your host, Ken D. Foster. Welcome to our show. This is going to be an amazing show today. You know, wealth, fame, fortune, success. Why don't we pursue these at such a cost, with such passion? Business. All of our businesses have, you know, expanded, right, to new heights, but also to new busyness. And people are running from one task to another, from one um, idea to another, from one location to another. What is this? What are we pursuing? What's going on out there? You know, is anybody really getting anywhere? This is your host, Ken D. Foster. And today we're going to explore success and freedom and what it can mean if it's defined properly. We're all really chasing things constantly. We're in the pursuit of money and fame and happiness and fortune. But what's the essence behind that? What's the search about? What's going on inside of all of us? You know, I was driving down to the studio today and I got in a lot of traffic. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, where is everybody going, right? Now, Listen, there's, tra- there's rush hour traffic, not only in San Diego, but across the country. And I, I, I ask myself, you know, is everybody just pursuing the material success or is anybody looking at what's behind their material success? And I, I sense that there's a, as a percentage of us that really want to tune into deeper parts of ourselves to really understand who we are at our core so that when we do, we can have more joy, more happiness, and what I would call is real freedom. So that's what this show is all about today. And that's what we're going to be talking about with some depth today. So I believe that freedom consists of a feeling called bliss. And if you're seeking freedom, then you're probably seeking this thing called bliss or nirvana or joy or happiness. I'm not sure how you define it, but that's probably what you're seeking, right? So to attain it, though, you have to have some understanding. Because I've, I've learned this, that life is a how-to-live school that's filled with many lessons, and when you're, you're, you're succeeding, it seems that all the doors start opening for, your, for you. But when you're not succeeding, right, then what's happening? There's stress, there's pain, there's suffering, there's lack, there's limitations. You know, it, those things seem to be your eternal friend. Well, the good news is those are just symptoms. They're symptoms that we need the courage to actually change. So if you're looking to change, What I found is that success comes with realizations of wisdom and understanding. So we have to tune into something greater than ourselves to be able to figure this stuff out. So what is it that you're going to tune into today on this show so that you have a little more uh, success, a little more happiness in your life? You know, there are successful people that I've come across, tons of them, right? So I've been a coach for over 22 years. I've worked with uh, literally hundreds of individuals that have been multimillionaires. And I want to say this, a lot of them didn't, they found material success early on, but they didn't find real freedom in their life until they stopped, they slowed down, and they started tuning in to their own essence. 
And they started asking themselves some different questions. They asked them questions of, you know, what would, it ha- what would have to happen for me to have a little more patience? And, you know, for a lot of them, they didn't get the answer immediately because they were so used to their mind being programmed for going from one thing to the next to the next that patience wasn't really in there. And so with, pay, uh, with lack of patience came frustrated desires. And with, lack of, with frustrated desires, not the feeling of not getting what they want or losing what they had, came things like uh, stress and anger and upset. Well, that for many was a, was a, a door opener, the ones that I've coached anyway. Because what, what happens is that you get to a certain point in life and you go, you know what? I'm just done being upset. I'm done being an overwhelm. I'm done being chasing things. I, I really want to tune in and I want to learn what has to happen for me to be joyful, peaceful, and in a place of calmness, right? So the first step, I guess, is a, a willingness to learn. Um, and, you know, a lot of people say we should set goals, Right. But I was doing a little research on the internet last night about setting goals. So let's say your goal was freedom, all right? Uh, 45% of Americans usually set goals. I thought, that's cool. 17% of Americans infrequently set goals, and 38% of Americans never set goals. I thought, that's interesting. How could people just wander through their life without any intention, without any goals? Well, here's what I found uh, even more interesting. And this came from uh, uh, Statistic Brain, uh, a site on the internet. They found that 75% of people made it through their first week when they set a goal. Hmm, Good. 71% made it through the second week. 64% of the people made it through uh, the first month. Not bad. And 46% made it through six months. But what happened to the rest of the people, right? What happened to all the people that dropped out? Did they reset their goal or did they just leave? Well, the stats don't tell me that. But here's what I, what I understand is that, you know, seeking peace and harmony and freedom and even monetary success in our lives, um, it takes a lot of work. It's not something that comes easy. Um, it's something that we have to immerse ourselves in and I, you know, this isn't news for anybody. I think you've been told it a million times. But I challenge you to look at what's working in your life right now and look at what's not working. And don't do it just like today. Do it for the next 10 days. What's working, what's not working. And then come up with some realistic goals that'll, that'll help you accomplish that. But what do you, if you want, don't want to be part of the, I think it was 46% of the people that, um, that just drop out of their goals. Oh, excuse me. 46 of the pain. No, that, that's how many made it. If you don't want to be part of the 54% that just stopped their goals, then you have to have the right foundation in place. So what's the right foundation? Well, what I found is every single wealthy entrepreneur that I've ever met with, all of them take time to still their minds, whether it's through walking in nature, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through uh, some kind of a, a group practice where they're, uh, they're going through some guided exercises to still their mind. All of them do that. All of them are feeding their bodies with healthy foods. All of them are uh, exercising on a consistent basis. And all of them are looking on a daily basis at what's working, what's not working, what they can do better. So it's, it's, it's not brain surgery, but why don't we do it? Well, we don't do it because as I started the program, we're chasing and we're going 90 miles an hour. We're chasing wealth or fame or fortune or success, but we really need to slow down and stop. So this is kind of your wake-up call today. Um, you know, I don't want to preach to you today. I'm just uh, giving you a little wake-up call. If you want to take it, great. If you don't, that's okay. I've got a lot of entertainment on my show today, so you're going to have a lot of fun with uh, with my guests. Coming up in my <clears throat> next segment, I've got uh, Chris Jab, who is the uh, co-founder of AudioNet, an internet-based uh, uh, organization. He also sell, sold his company for about $5.4 billion back in 1995, so you might want to pay tuned, uh, to, tuned to that. 
And um, we're going to be talking all about how you can take your life and your success to a completely new level. So for those of you that are new to the show, I want to let you know that you can listen to us on Facebook Live or you can uh, download us at voicesofcourage.us. That's voicesofcourage.us. And if you have a Alexa or Cortana or Siri, you can just say play Voices of Courage. So if you're on our Facebook page, I really encourage you to give us a like. Uh, tell us what you like. Tell us any subjects that you'd like us to uh, cover. Uh, the program is really all about uh, creating more success in your life. That's really why I'm doing this. Um, I love interviewing amazing people that are at the top of their fields and individuals that can contribute to your life. So if that's uh, something that interests you, I hope you'll listen to us time and time again. All right, one more thought about success. Success is not something that is easy to master in the inner game. So there's the outer game and the inner game. We, You know, our people, places, and things, we don't have a lot of control over, but we do have control over one thing, and that's our mind. So how do we control our mind so that we're focusing on success thoughts constantly? Well, it's a practice. So I would even challenge you this week, think about that. Write out maybe 25 things that you uh, would like to believe about yourself, about your life, about your business. Just write them out. And think about holding those success principles inside of you. Okay, listen, coming up my next segment, I've got uh, my guest, Chris Jab. We're going to be talking about success. As I mentioned, Chris sold his business for $5.4 billion. So he's got some insights on success. We're going to be talking all about that. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. For joining us here on Voices of Courage. Today our subject is exploring the courage, courage, courageous mindsets of successful wealth builders. And our show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom, uh, women, uh, empowering women in friendship and business. They're a local group here in San Diego of uh, relationship building group, actually, a purpose-driven and soul-inspired female entrepreneurs. You can reach them at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. So I hope you'll check them out. All righty. Success. Success. You know, let me ask you, what do you think the secrets to wealth building are? You know, contrary to popular opinion, what financially successful people do isn't necessarily anything different than the average person is doing. They don't involve they don't involve any greater skill sets or greater investment knowledge or understanding uh, than the average person. But in my several decades of working with entrepreneurs, business coaches, uh, consultants, uh, wealthy entrepreneurs. You know, I've worked with all, all kinds of people, but I've observed that uh, success in reaching their financial goals really depends on their character traits. 
they can have all the wisdom, all the knowledge in the world, but if they are not willing to learn, they're probably not going to learn. If they are a person that uh, is uh, uh, adverse to pressure, they're probably not going to be able to put themselves under the right pressure to be able to, to create success. If they don't have healthy skepticism, you know, they're going to fall for anything. If they're not balanced, then they're going to they're gonna be someone that uh, maybe becomes a workaholic and all of a sudden the rest of their life is just put on hold. So that's what we're talking today. And I have a guest in studio. His name is Mr. Chris Jab. And Chris is the co-founder of AudioNet, an internet-based digital media company, which changed its name to Broadcast.com prior to its initial public offering in 1998. Then in 1999, Broadcast.com was sold to Yahoo for $5.4 billion. In 1995, Chris also was the first guy out there, I believe, uh, to find found a company called EADS, uh, which was really a ba- basically a pay-per-click uh, yeah, it was type. Yeah, pay-per-click, pay-per-click. Uh, internet uh, yeah. advertising company. Yeah, yeah. Pretty so pretty much what made Yahoo, you know, generate its wealth over the last you know twenty twenty-five years. Awesome. Well, Chris, welcome to the show, man. All I right. feel welcome. All right. Good being here. It's so good to have you. Thank Are you. you kidding Thank me? you. Yeah. So you're in San Diego now. Yes, I sir. I love that. Yes. That's yes. great. Okay. And uh, you were, uh, after uh, after you uh, sold the company, you went over to Hawaii for a while. I know that. I lived in Hawaii for 15 years on yeah. the North Shore of Kauai. I felt like it was one of the most beautiful parts of the world and started an organic agriculture environment in an effort to sort of connect with the community and get more grounded in myself. And it was incredible experience that's awesome well you're back in the fast lane here in san diego totally <laughs> yes yes and and hopefully not too fast because that's what i was talking about in the first right segment. right you know so i want to ask you you know um you've had a lot of success financially um i know you're also a meditator i know that you have a lot of those qualities that i was talking about as successful people because we've talked about them um how do you define success for you today well it's, i was really uh yeah I really felt the power of what you were saying a few minutes ago about meditation and truth and how all that sort of comes together. Uh, when I look at sort of what got me going, it was, I was, when I was young, I was just a crazy sports fanatic. I played sports. I watched sports, you know, every energetically, practically every moment of the day, but as much free time as I had, I was making up games and playing. And through that experience, I was losing a lot. You know, I was winning for sure, but I was losing a lot. And it taught me that in the spirit of competition, number one, how to lose, how to lose gracefully, and then how to try to learn from your, you know, your mistakes, basically. When you're doing that all day, every day, in the most highly competitive way you possibly can, you, you start creating this ethic uh, internally that makes you realize there's nothing you can't do if you try. Because you do see yourself getting better because you're doing whatever it is, competitively over and over and over. And then a number of years later, I started meditating. And I think that was what sort of created the grounding and the opportunity for me to really connect with my inner self. And that brought up sort of what you're alluding to is those, those truths that motivate you. You know, I, I think in, a, in the natural competitive way life is, we, we're, we get more into the busy mind thinking, oh, it's a it's an aspect of our mental evolution to always try to get better almost physically and logically get great, which is a good step, you know, because it means you can be clear mind and get things done fast. But at the end of the day, it's not that fulfilling. If you don't, if you're not motivated by those fundamental truths that make your life grounded, healthy and happy. And so I think that's what meditation did to me. It gave me that patience, that space, that, zone that I could be in and sort of start identifying who I really was. And it gave me the patience to pursue things that I probably otherwise never would have imagined possible. I mean, because here I was a kid, basically, what, 27, 28 years old, envisioning a global 
in you know internet bay not it, the internet really wasn't even around at that point All right but it was a, a lower earth orbiting satellite network that would make it possible for anybody in the world to hear anything at any time when there was no infrastructure to do that so it basically was me going to doing all the research to believe it was possible and to start making that offer, offer to people to believe that it was real. Well, you know, one of the things I read uh, when I was doing the research on you uh, last night was that you cold called uh, like 100 people a day. I mean, there's a lot of rejection involved. And, and you know, that's something that uh, a lot of people wouldn't be able to do. So how did you do it? What, what was the mindset that's, to be able to take all that rejection? Well, I mean, some I, people I, lose a, a pencil and they feel rejected, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And a lot of it was just, again, back to sports, because I'd lost so many times when you play any sport, when you're playing anybody that's good and you're trying to get better, it really right. got, I got comfortable with knowing that I was going to get rejected. But I think in that, in that framework of making those calls, I, I would set myself a goal of say, I'm going to make 80 calls today. And these are going to be all these same kind of calls to so these same, in some cases, manufacturers, broadcast rights holders, go right down the list. And I was going to learn something from every call. Mm-hmm. And I was going to figure out what I learned. And I, my goal was to try to identify what the no was. So if I could drive them to a no fast, it would save me the time of calling them back. And I knew that if I got to, for every 80 calls I, I would make, I would get like, you know, 60 or 70 no's. But I would find those five or 10 yeses. And in those five or 10 yeses, I was exploring this this low hanging fruit that ended up becoming, you know, the gift from God, as far as my opportunity to grow my business and create relationships. So so translate that to pretty much anything you do. And before you know it, you're always picking low hanging fruit by just playing a numbers game. You know, I, uh, you and I talked about this, um, when, um, when Mark Cuban came in and, um, some of the other people, the broadcast, uh, uh, dot com, um, and you had, you know, you had a decision to make, you know, they were basically going to, you know, come in and, you know, take shares and, you know, dilute the company and, and what have you. And you could have, you could have stayed there. You could have fought and, and got a bigger percentage probably, or maybe lost it all. But you told me something really important. Uh, I want, I want you to tell that story a little bit. Well, to me, it was got one minute at that stage. I always believed that there was, you'd run out of money before you ran out of ideas. And I had an endless line of ideas. So it's like, to me, if they wanted this idea and they thought it was so great, I'll take part of that and I'll got three other ones. And to me, I didn't really see it as a unique place in time. I just saw it as an opportunity to generate uh, a real value for something I'd done. And at the time I was living on $1,200 a month and I was going to be offered $2,500 a month. My goal was $5,000 a month. <laughs> so so I, I felt like I was coming out twice as good as I could ever. And I, and I would only have to work two days a week and, and train people to acquire broadcast, right? So to me, I had now, you know, 80% of my time available to do something else and enough money to pay somebody else to, to create another entity. Right. So did, you know, there was that part though, that, you know, I think that I loved it because you're coming from a place of abundance instead of a place of lack, thinking that I've got to hold on to this, I've got to hold on to this idea, and I, I'm not going to let it go. You know, I want to talk a little bit more about that because I think what what there's some lessons in here that our entrepreneurs can listen and hear that when you shift your mindset into this abundant thinking, everything shifts for you. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at Star starsofcourage.org that's starsofcourage.org we're back with voices of courage and now your host ken b foster welcome back today we're talking about the principles to create success and wealth in your life and my guest in studio is chris jab chris at one point, uh, was able to sell a company for $5.4 billion to Yahoo. And we've been talking about um, 
some of the qualities that uh, Chris possessed uh, that allowed him to get to that place. So, you know, one of the things that I, because I, I know Chris, we're friends, one of the things I know about you is there's a, there's a real humility about you. And, um, you know, the way I define humility is the ability to see reality clearly. Okay, so you 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 can see reality clearly. You have hard work, a hard work ethic, and you have a lot of acceptance in your idea, in your in your presence. We we're talking about one good idea. Okay, if an entrepreneur only has one good idea, then what? He's probably best to go work for somebody because he really doesn't believe that he has other ideas. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like an entrepreneur if he's once he starts something, usually a bunch of other ideas come. And it's more a matter of trying to figure out which one you're going to focus on, which ends up becoming the more difficult tasks over time. Yeah. Because once you start doing something you really believe in, you see these other things come up. It's so natural to think, oh, this could be a little better. Or the grass is a little greener over here. Rather than saying, you know what? If all I do is this one thing well, it will bear fruit. And they stick with the confidence and the faith and knowing this and that. But that's the hardest part because if you're not getting any outside feedback to, to show whether it's financially or somebody saying that's working or something, the only person that knows that it's working or not is you and your heart. So it's, it's a lot of trust. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and so you're talking about confidence and, and uh, you know, the courage belief. and belief in, you know, in yourself. Um, where did, where did that come from? You know, one point you must've had to raise capital and you, you know, to raise capital, you really have to have, uh, your, your decks together to a certain point before somebody's going to believe in you. Um, I felt a lot of it was a faith and trust in God, believe it or not. I cannot tell you how much, how many times I would be literally, I had for three years, I was raising money to live on from friends and family every month, literally every month. And I had nothing but an idea that I was going to create this, this lower earth orbiting satellite network. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't exist in any way, shape or form. So bottom line is that I can't tell you how many times I would be two days before the end of the month and boom, something out of the blue, they'd give me one month more money to live on. And I could pay my $200 car payment, my $400 rent and have $300 to buy food. So, what was that? Where did that come from? What is that? You know, I, I what I kept equating it to, it was the time was I felt like God was basically supporting my direction because he, he saw the faith I had and he was rewarding me for showing up mm-hmm. and saying, you know, I, I'll reward the fact that you have such blind faith and trust in, in your knowingness and you know that what you believe is real mm-hmm. and that you're not giving up that hope just because it looks like it's dangerous or it look like it might not work. How many things, how many times you think you failed before you were actually successful in this particular business? In this particular business? I mean, it was interesting. I have board meetings with my best friend and my father every quarter. This is for three years running. And every, initially it was, oh, we're, how are you doing on your business plan? But after, after, after like the first six months, they are saying, you do realize your business change your business plan is changing completely every quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so changing the, because you were looking at what was working, bingo, what's not I was working. understanding by doing it what mm-hmm. wasn't possible and what was possible. And they were they would go with the flow because at the end of the day they saw that my cost of living was so low. My basically they were just paying me to do R and D that they saw it was creating value, even though it wasn't materially creating value, they saw the the evolution of the concept becoming much more grounded and more real and more economical in a lot of ways. So there was a lot of, um, uh, I guess, from the family supporting you, they're, they're just seeing your work ethic and your your keeping That's costs probably low what it was, more fundamentally. You're right. And they'd seen my previous track record of, right. of doing new business stuff. Was it good? Was well, it a good it, track record? Well, they, I, I, it was very sorted. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a lot of variety of stuff that really did work in some case, but it was pretty much off the wall stuff that didn't work too. So it was, it was me being a younger person. It's like Henry Ford. He had seven failed car businesses before he started Ford Motor Company. And that, that I really held that in my truth too. It's like I had so many failed business. I knew at some point I would learn how to do business. <laughs> and, and sure enough, I, and over, sure enough, and over you, time. You, you, you did it over the top. Um, okay. So listen, there's, there's a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this show right now. Um, 
what are your what you know if you if you had a young entrepreneur sitting across you, uh, I, what what advice would you give them? And then I want to ask you for a mature business too. Well, the number one thing I'd say is what is what's your fundamental truth that really motivates you from a life purpose perspective, and how does that translate to a business desire or an opportunity you hold true to your heart? And what does that really look like when you step back from it? You know. What what aspect of that are you going to do day in, day out to show up and feel great? You know, what's that part that can motivate your spirit to have joy in doing it each day and not feel after doing it for a week or two that, oh, you know, this just doesn't feel right kind of thing. So you're saying focus on the purpose, not on the money? Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and understand how that relates to the things that make your heart sing. Because when your heart's happy... There's nothing you can't accomplish. Did, when you were building your business, was there any balance in your life, or did you just go um, all out and didn't even worry about physical health? Or no, I you, was you know. always into uh, everyday exercise. I was I I unknowingly at the time I used to hang around with my buddies and we would play basketball and drink beer and talk for four or five hours at a time about everything that was going on in life. And that is part of the sport, is part of the trash talk, and is part of the camaraderie. It was giving me a, a social, honest, a really conscious, honest way of seeing myself with my friends that was super cool. Wow. Because it, imagine if you're spending five hours with people that are willing to say what they think and their honest truth about all your ideas, and you telling them the same thing back for you know, four, 20 hours a week, before over a certain period of time, you start getting really clear on what works and what doesn't. It's called a mastermind group today. That's what uh, that's what that's what it is. Where everybody's supporting one another, getting together, and and you know, and, and speaking truth and holding that presence of God in their hearts, so that things can change. Hallelujah. Tell me about the uh, uh, mature business now. You know, you you uh, you had a mature business. You've you know you've been in that seat also. Um, any advice for uh, people that are at that uh, higher level there? That I think it, it it's too easy to get lost in the busyness of your business, you know, and from a purely administrational standpoint, nobody, and none of my, my, my friends that are entrepreneurs ever start a business with the idea that they want to be an administrator. They don't want to be the one that's in charge of human resources. But fundamentally, that's what, when you get a bigger business, that's the, what happens. Mm -hmm. So how do you move from being an administrator into the doer and the creative force that really got you into business to start with? Because that to me was where the juice was. That was where the joy was happening was when I would imagine something at the core of my being and in a relatively short period of time, see it become reality. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to interpret that as uh, stop, slow down, make sure you have balance in your life and, um, uh, and purpose and passion. Right, right, yeah. right. Because right. if you if you lose that, if you lose your health, if you lose your your balance, I mean, what do you got? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, it really comes back to really being grounded enough in your what I'd call that 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 peace inside you that gives you the opportunity to really see who you really are, rather than get lost in in your family's baggage, your cultural baggage, or all those that mental talk that really keeps us from knowing who we really are. And it takes a lot of patience and time to get to that space. And sometimes tough situations, because when you get in the hardest of situations, whether it's a divorce or whether it's a, a illness or go right down the list, when you start really looking at the core of who you are, those answers start becoming a lot more clear. That's really good. Chris, thank you so much for coming in studio and joining me today. Gladly. I hope you come back. Love having you here, brother. Thank you. All righty. Listen, we'll be right back, and um, think about this. Think about the best image of yourself. What does that look like? Well, my next guest is going to help you define that. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity, or increase your courage, step into your power, and forge into the unknown, where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, 
the courage to change everything, strategies and wisdom to transform your life one day at a time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit The Courage to Change Everything. That's the courage to change everything.com. All righty. And we are back in studio live here in San Diego. And I'm so excited. Um, I just picked up a new AM station without uh, FM station without having to do anything. Uh, KCBQ here in San Diego just uh, opened up their FM station. It's 96.1 FM, 96.1. So you can dial into KCBQ uh, 96.1, the answer, anytime now. Um, And the cool thing, we're in San Diego, right? This uh, opened up all of North County. In fact, that broadcast uh, station goes all the way up to San Clemente now. So I'm just... I'm blown away how strong that signal is. So 96.1 FM, they just opened it up. I hope you'll tune in and listen to it. You know, as a business owner, your online presence is more important than ever. People will look you up online before they'll pick up the phone. And that's why I have my guest, Ann Landstrom, in studio. Ann has 20 years experience. She's an award-winning uh, image photographer, and she has a studio right here in San Diego, and she captures truly the best versions of you. So if it's your your yourself or your business or uh, your team that you really want to capture the best image and put that forth in the world, that's what Ann does. And Ann, I'm so happy to have you in the studio. Thank, Thank you, you for joining for me. me. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, um, I wanted to have you uh, on again this week because uh, I wanted to talk to you about your nonprofit. Well, it's not a nonprofit yet, but it's moving in that direction where you're helping, you're going to help women. To, that have low self-esteem, low low images, or, or maybe just can't afford a beautiful photography uh, a shoot, right? Right. Yeah, so tell me about that. Where did that idea come from? Well, it, it sort of came from a, my own background and being in a bad situation from a divorce. So I relate to a lot of my clients that's gone through that path and wanted to help them because I know how it feels. I know when you're broke and broken. And... Um, I see how what I do build back self-esteem and self-worth. And especially women, they can see that they are beautiful. They um, maybe something that they did lose through whatever uh, hardship they've gone through. And I help through what I do uh, in the whole process in bringing that back. Well, you know, women um, go through divorce. Uh, there's a lot of single moms here locally in San Diego. Um, there's women that have been uh, unfortunately battered or abused. Uh, there are women in the workplace that have been taken advantage of. Right. Um, and, you know, all of that plays hard on self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe even uh, brought up in an environment where, you know, they're, they're just not treated kindly with respect. So how does photography, how does bringing out that, you know, woman or you know, with their, their photos, how does that help them? Um, I think once they see themselves, uh, when they come back and see their, uh, I think I captured their true essence. And you, as, uh, you, don't see, you don't see yourself like other people see you. Well, you know, they say the eyes are the windows of the soul. So yes, can you capture their that. soul? That's what I, I want to know. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I, I think, yeah, that when I get behind the camera is I'm all about them and looking into their soul. And um, I kind of forget everything else. That's that's really good. So I know you worked with an 87-year-old woman. Yes. Right? Tell me that story. Um, her name is Jane and she picked up my uh, card at a clothing store and came in and said, Ann, I've never had my pictures taken and, uh, I have three daughters 
and um, I want them to have some portraits, legacy portraits of me. And also, I want to have a great portrait on my coffin since I'm in the end of the road. And uh, I want to be, you know, have a great representation of myself at my funeral. That's really at what she funeral, said. At her funeral, at 87. That, I love this. That's okay. what she said. Yeah. And uh, so my makeup artist and I um, treated her like a princess. We had a great day and got some great, beautiful pictures of her. And she uh, gave them to her daughters for Christmas. A um, couple months later, one of her daughters called me and said, you know what, Anne, first of all, we love the pictures you took of our mom, but you have no idea what you did for her. She has had bad self-esteem all her life. And ever since she saw these pictures and went through this experience, she has walks taller, she has a whole different view and look about herself. And uh, now we want to come in and do a photo shoot with our mom, the three sisters. So wow. I did that uh, for them. And yeah, it was a great experience. That's awesome. That's awesome. By the way, I want to let our audience know you are here local. You are here in Encinitas. In Carlsbad. Uh, in Carlsbad. Yes. Okay. Okay, good. What, uh, what part of Carlsbad are you? I'm right downtown Carlsbad Village, uh, right on uh, Carlsbad Boulevard and Carlsbad Village Drive. You know, I should remember that because I uh, I recently went to the studio. <laughs> yes, you did. And I actually brought one of your pictures did to you, show. Did you bring a picture? Yeah. yeah, because we're on Facebook Live right now, so yeah. you might want to uh, you put that out there so the folks can see the type of quality that you do. Some pictures to show. And okay, you got to speak into here. Because, oh, yeah. sorry about that. Um, we can start with our uh, radio host, uh, okay. Ken. Okay. <laughs> and this is a gift for you. Oh, wow. All righty. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. So that's very good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, some other work that I've done. This was shot in uh, Venice, Italy, uh, early May at uh, five o'clock in okay, the morning. What, what are we looking at here? We are looking at. Uh, oh, wow. We're looking at this beautiful Saint woman. St. Mark's Square. At, uh, where is it? It's in Venice, Italy. Venice, Italy. And there's, it uh, looks like almost a ballerina, this beautiful picture, portrait of a woman that she's caught in swirl. She's dancing. She's dancing. In St. Mark's Square. Yeah. In St. Mark's Square. Beautiful. And here's a three generation uh, photo shoot gra uh, grandmother and uh, her uh, daughters and granddaughters. Okay. All right. Let me see and, that uh, one there. Okay. All right. Well, I I, uh, I know all my audience isn't on Facebook Live right now, so they don't get to see these beautiful images. But they're they're actually outstanding. There's I, I've never seen any beautiful anything more beautiful than these photos. That's amazing. So okay, and one more here. And uh, this is a uh, CEO in um, San Diego. Okay, so I'm looking at this beautiful. Uh, Picture. Uh, this man is uh, in his suit and is uh, uh, dr dressed up in a tux, actually, uh, with his uh, looks like his ten thousand dollar Rolex uh, Rolex watch on his <laughs> on his arm. And uh, but it the it, the essence is I can see looking at his eyes. It looks just like I'm looking into the eyes of um, a kind of a divine being. Man, you really captured something here. That's amazing. Um, all right. Well, listen. Um, how do people get a hold of you, Ann? Uh, they can go on my website at anphotography.com or they can call me at 760-610-6263. Well, I'll tell you, the reason I came to see you is because I've worked with some of the best photographers in the world and I, I still didn't feel they captured that essence of me that I wanted. And I have a new book coming out, so I was like, you know, I got to have the right essence of me. And so I went to see you, and, and sure enough, you did. In fact, uh, first thing I did was send uh, the pictures to, all, to my daughters, and they were like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wow for them. You know, and they're just, because they've seen a lot of my pictures. Uh -huh. and it was like, wow, I want one of those. Oh, um, good. So it was, it was really good. Okay. Yeah, it was really good. So pictures do help us increase esteem. They help mm -hmm. us increase our, our own self-confidence. Um, and more importantly, yeah, well, not more importantly, but also importantly, is in business. How do you work with business owners, Ann? Well, I help them um, show off their brand. I come through this to their businesses and photograph whatever product or so they have. And uh, for social media, uh, blogs, websites, um, because you only you are, your storefront is on the Internet these days. And you need to have a good representation of your business and your brand. That's exactly right. So what we're really talking about is taking your business to new heights and increasing that self a sense of confidence that will really resonate with you and your clients for years to come. So, Anne, 
Thank you so much for being Thank here you. with me. Thank you. Okay, one more time. How do they get a hold of you? Anphotography.com at 760-610-6263. Awesome. Listen, I've got three strategies to take your business to new heights. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome back. What an amazing show we've had today. It's just, it just keeps getting better and better every week, every day, every way. You know, I found in my own life, it's how we start our day that makes so much of the difference of how the day goes. You know, I, I wake up every day and... I, uh, I'm kind of funny this way, but I like to wake up and think about something that uh, I'm really grateful for, and I just do. I've got a success practice that I do every day. I wake up, look around, and uh, you know, I might be grateful for my bed. <laughs> I might be grateful for it's a blue, sunny, sunny day, or it might, I might be grateful that it's a gray day because I'm going for a bike ride that day, and it's going to be overcast, and it's not going to be hot. So I just, you know, I just start that way, and it just seems like uh, the day goes, it, it, for me, it's like, most of the time, the way I start my day is the way I end my day. And when I found that early on in um, my own awakening, um, man, it changed everything. You know, for me, in business, I have done a lot of business. And I, I like what my first guest, Chris Jab, was talking about failure. Because there have been a lot of times in my business that um, I've had to learn that what either I didn't know or that I was locked in knowing, right? So I had to let go of what I was, what I thought I knew, and learn something new, or just completely learn a whole new subject. So I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. And one of the ways that I've been growing myself over the last uh, few years, and I do say few years, <laughs> is that I wrote a new book, and the book is called "The Courage to Change Everything." It's strategies and wisdom to transform your life one day at a time. And that book has taken me on a, quite a quest, quite a journey. Now, this is my seventh book. So I thought, wow, this book would be easy to write, right? But this has been my greatest challenge yet. And I, I've often asked myself, why is that? And when I wrote this book, I started out, as I start out with all my books, I think, wow, it'd be great if my family would read this success principle someday. So that motivates me. But I also have clients that come into my life, and I realize that my clients, just like myself, need motivation and inspiration in the good times and the bad times. The good times to keep us going, at least for me, I can get lazy when it's really good, and the bad times because that's the time we need to step up. So I thought, well, you know, maybe I should write this book where I give them a little uh, inspirational courage quotes in the beginning. Give them some wisdom from the uh, success principles of the ages. And I've studied hundreds of uh, the most successful people on our planet. Everybody from Socrates to Tony Robbins and everything in between, from the, uh, uh, the yogis to the Christian mystics to the Kabbalah. To, I've, I've really looked for the, what, what makes us tick, what makes us transcend our limitations, be able to have have it all, have freedom in our life. So anyway, I put that in, the, uh, in, in each uh, daily uh, guidance in the book. And then I also found, I wrote a book called Ask and You Will Succeed a few years back, became a best-selling book. 
And that book, I learned the power of questions. So I put the questions that I believe are, uh, will help guide your mind and guide your focus to new levels of success. If you ask a question and you keep asking that question over and over again, you will get the right answer. Um, there's nothing stopping us but ourselves. And then I also put in this book some action steps. So I'd like to just give you an example. This is day six, and I'm just going to read you a little bit of what's in this book so that you can kind of connect with it. I start out with a quote. Courage doesn't happen when you have all the answers. It happens when you're ready to face the questions you've been avoiding your whole life. That comes from Shannon L. Adler. And this is uh, the body of the book. Positive thoughts are always stronger than negative thoughts because they vibrate within us at a higher resonance, energizing us and making it easy to stay focused on generating goals quickly. Positivity happens when you become aware of your thoughts and the effects they have on every aspect of your life. When you're upset, Your thoughts act as a magnet drawing to you people, places, and things you genuinely don't want. But the opposite is true also. When you choose to stay positive and focused on overcoming any challenges that come your way, you attract the resources you need to overcome and achieve that success. Sounds simple, right? Just remember this. When you focus your mind on a situation and keep dwelling on it repeatedly, You will create an emotion, either positive or negative. What you focus on, you will feel. So if you're feeling upset, most often you've been dwelling on something that's upsetting. And when you're dwelling on positive, most likely you're feeling empowered. So today ask, what are the most important goals I can focus on to stay empowered? How can I feel powerful even when I'm doing things I don't like to do? And what is it? What is possible for me, let me repeat that one, what is possible for me to generate if I stay positive most of the time? Actions, take some time to tune into what you're spending your time on the most and then decide if that's bringing you closer to what you want or not. I think that last piece is so important because It's so easy when things, let's say you get a little emotional upset or things aren't going your way, you just don't get what you want for some reason. That's the time that takes so many, and I'll just speak of my clients and myself, (laughs) off track. They start, we start going down a direction and all of a sudden things are not moving in our direction. And what do we do? We go out and we Go find some food, go find a movie, go find a friend, go find something that distracts us from taking it to the next level. So I want you to think about that this week, and I want you to think about staying focused no matter what. If you'd like to find out more about the book, uh, their pre-sales are going on right now. You can go to thecouragetochangeeverything.us, thecouragetochangeeverything.us. All right, T, I think that's a wrap this show. What What an amazing show we've had. All right, so you can reorder, uh, let's see, find uh, all of our replays on voicesofcourage.us. I just mentioned that. You can also find us on Facebook. And until next time, live courageously and make the intention to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Well,